What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verdi here with another episode. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to be an elevated entrepreneur. What exactly does that mean? It's about being a high performer, being super productive, and having the lifestyle freedom where you get a lot more control over your schedule and some of the choices you get to make around your lifestyle. So if you want to be an elevated entrepreneur and have all those perks, this is going to be a great episode for you. We are joined by a guest who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, business coach, and life elevator who is dedicated to helping people create transformational experiences and achieve their true potential. He is the founder of the Professional Basketball Combine, which has helped 70 NBA draft prospects turn their dreams of playing pro basketball into their reality. Our guest who joins us is none other than Jake Kelfer. Jake, welcome to the show. Let's go, brother. Appreciate the intro, man. Happy to be here. Jake, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And so many entrepreneurs, we just want to elevate and get to that next level. But with each uh, stepping stone to get to that next level, there's a bunch of different hurdles we have to encounter. So how can we power through the hurdles and get to where we're supposed to go man i love that we just jumping straight in here so look i, I think i think look when we're, we're gonna have hurdles right we're gonna have hurdles and to think that you won't is naive right in whatever your definition of success is there's going to be challenges and so i think the first part of it is really making sure that the challenges should be the right challenges meaning if you don't know what success means to you or you haven't defined where it is that you're actually trying to go the challenges might not make sense for you. So what I mean by this is sometimes people are chasing a dollar amount. Sometimes people are chasing a specific, a specific result. And they'll, they'll face challenges along that way. The only problem is the dollar amount or the result they're looking for isn't actually what they desire. And so it's really important, you know, when we talk about overcoming these hurdles is really figuring out, well, what does success look like for us as an individual? What does success look like for an entrepreneur? And how will we know when we've achieved that? Because that'll allow us to be a little bit more present in the pursuit of greatness so that when we do have challenges, we can reflect back to our why, to our purpose, and we'll be able to keep on going. And I love the idea of not chasing the dollar amount, but thinking about like, what exactly are you after? Because some people, they could get really like a refined approach to achieve their same goal. I happen to be reading an article a little while ago where someone in not a life I've been looking at like these like different ways to like live if you don't want to do the traditional home someone like lived in a sailboat in San Francisco $350 a month rent there's like $3,500 a month so I mean not for everyone at all I'm not advocating for it I wouldn't do well on a sailboat uh, but the idea is that you have different ways to achieve a similar goal that you're looking for. So instead of just focusing on the number, get more clear on what you want specifically. And maybe you could take some of the work off of your shoulders. Like part of that uh, entrepreneurial process is how can we take off some of the work on our shoulders so we can focus on some of the more meaningful work, the stuff that more completes us, let's say. Uh, so, with this mentality of being elevated, there is this idea where you do have to put in a lot of work yeah. uh, to be an entrepreneur. So how can we get better at working those long hours, being able to fully 
commit and be productive um, at a greater level? Man, this is this is a great a great question because we could dive into all different angles with this man. And 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 I'll allude to this is that you know I want to go back to that, that last question a little bit here is when we look at this dollar amount when we look at money like I want to make a lot of money I want you to make a lot of money I want everyone to make a ton of money like there's enough money for all of us to make a ton of it right but it's but it's making sure that the reason we want that money is why we're doing what we're doing right and a lot of people just say I want X amount of dollars and this is part of becoming elevated in your in your pursuit is a lot of people say they want a certain amount but they say that because that's what society says is a good amount or that's what they think they need to live the life they want but in reality, you got to identify what amount of money is going to help you live your lifestyle. Tony Robbins talks about this. Chris Harder talks about this. A lot of these great entrepreneurs talk about, well, what does your dream life actually cost you? Okay, because oftentimes it's not nearly as high as you actually think it's going to be. So that's really important for us is to build that clarity around what it's actually going to take. Now, when we talk about how do we navigate these long hours as an entrepreneur, how do we become as elevated as possible and really get to that next level is we got to remove this mindset that we're playing somebody else's game. All right. Too many entrepreneurs come in and they play the game of the people they've listened to for the last five, 10 years, last five, 10 months, last five, 10 weeks. Right. And we think that in order for us to be successful, we have to do exactly the way they've done it. So we hear stories of entrepreneurs who are like, I've worked, you know, 18 hours when I was getting started. There are certain types of entrepreneurs where maybe that's what you need to do. But there are also certain types of entrepreneurs where you may build this up on three hours a week as a side hustle. And then it starts to build momentum. So what's more important than the hour amount is the productivity during the hours you actually allocate to the work you do. And so to really be more efficient in our businesses so that we can achieve more in less time is we have to become very conscious of what are the activities that are actually going to move the needle in our business. So one of those activities that is always going to move the needle in our business, which is something that I really believe in, is that your ability to connect and have conversations with real people. That is going to be one avenue where you should be spending time every, every single day that you have. Now, if you are building an online business, well, you should probably spend a little bit of time every day online, right? You should be spending some time on social media, connecting with people, posting valuable content, right? But there are key activities that really will move the needle forward. And it's not about doing the fluff. It's about actually doing the right stuff. And so what I would tell everybody here is if you want to get to that next level in whatever capacity it may be, is you really want to identify what's actually going to move the needle forward. What are the top three things that if I get these done today, whether it's in two hours or five hours, I've won the day. Because when you can start building momentum with real tasks, that's when you can start to see some results. And when you get a taste of that, it builds off of each other. And then those big results get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can really start to build that business and that life that you've desired and, and become the fully elevated entrepreneur. Jake mentioned a lot of great stuff. One thing I want to go into a little bit more is we're talking about some people work 18 hours a day. Good for them. Like just because they do it doesn't mean you have to do it. Some people like because of the line of work you do and how like energetic you are, passion, like all these different variables, maybe you can work 18 hours a day, but like, I understand that people say 18 hours a day works for them. I know people who they're advocating like four days a week of work and you've got a bunch of different routines that work for a bunch of different people, but you got to figure out what best works for you. Now, part of being the elevated entrepreneur is productivity. And the important thing I, I bring up the hours again, 
just because you're working X amount of hours per day doesn't mean you're being productive. It's a big part of that is figuring out priorities. So how do we figure out what we should be filling in with in our schedule rather than just getting caught up on the hamster wheel and just doing for the sake of doing? Absolutely. I mean, let's, let's make something very clear before right now. Busy is not the same as productive. Just because you have a calendar that's filled up with God knows what does not mean you are being productive and moving your business in the right way. I know a lot of people that have 10 hours of meeting and they're like, oh, I'm crushing it, but their business isn't bringing in any revenue. And I know a lot of people that have two hours worth of, of meetings and things on their calendar and they are absolutely dominating. So it's really important for us to understand this distinction that busy does not mean productive, but what in order for us to become productive, we have to understand how we operate. So if you look at the research, you'll find that on average, there's less than 50% of work being done in an average eight hour day. Okay. That means you're only working for about four hours every eight hours you're in the office. Now I'll take this one step further is I was like, well, I consider myself an incredibly productive person. I do all the techniques. I'll share some of these techniques with everybody. And I started saying, well, let me see how much I actually work. So I started tracking my data. I use an app called Toggle. And this is unbelievable, okay? And I found that I wake up at 5.32. I do about two, two and a half hours of deep work. I do my morning routine. I work, lunch, work some more. So on average, you could say that some days I go from 5.30 to 6.30, okay? That's, that's a 13-hour day. On really good days, I may get eight hours of work. And that is like a day where I'm tracking literally everything and I may get eight hours, okay? And I'm very, very productive in a lot of senses. So what this tells me is that the majority of people are not working nearly as much as they think they are or they're not getting the right tasks done during the right amount of time frame. So here's how we combat this. Okay, there's all different techniques and strategies that we use. But for me, one of the biggest things that I do, and I'll list a couple of strategies here, is routine. Okay, routine is one of the best things because I'm able to write down in the morning, or excuse me, at night, I do a wind down routine. And this wind down routine sets me up for the next day. And so this routine is all about making sure that I can separate work from pleasure in the evening, but also so I can set up my day tomorrow to be as productive as possible. And what that looks like is I will do a recap of the existing day. I will rewrite out my calendar for the next day. I will make sure that I write down my top three priorities. And then I will make sure that I'm focused on what can I do to make tomorrow better than today? Where was I struggling? What time of the day did I not feel motivated to work? Where are the avenues that I can make sure I'm continuing to put in the best time when I'm most focused? So that routine is like something that I recommend everybody doing. Another thing that I really like to do when it comes to productivity is I really like the Pomodoro method, which basically states, you know, and we, won't, we don't have to get too deep into it, but it basically states you work for 25 minutes, you set a timer for 25 minutes. Once that 25 minutes goes off, you take a five minute break and you repeat that three, four times, and then you take a longer break. And so for me, I find that a lot of tasks that we do, you can get done in 25 minutes if you're completely dedicated to that task. So if that means reaching out to prospects, if that means doing your emails, if that means creating a graphic, if that means making a social post, that means filming a reel, if that means connecting with a supplier, distributor, or whatever, depending on obviously your line of work, that is so effective. And then you get to give yourself permission to have a break. Because oftentimes we think if I'm in the office for 8, 10, 12, 14 hours, then we're doing things 
but I'd rather be great for six hours than mediocre for 12. And that's what it comes down to when we think about how to be more productive is you got to find what works for you and you got to test these different strategies so that you can really see how to move the needle for you in your business based on where you want to go. And quality of hours matters more than quantity, as Jake was mentioning. And the big detail throughout his response is you, you, you personalize your workflow because just because some person is less productive at 12 p.m. doesn't mean that's the same for you. Now, I do want to get into that piece a little bit. There are naturally some times we're less productive. You mentioned that you have that for yourself. What do you do during those times when you know you are less productive? Do you just acknowledge it and say, okay, let me take a break or let me nap during this time? Or do you make a more rigid routine that kind of pushes you or forces you to work through that less productive time frame? There's a few things that I do here. And, you know, one of the first things that I do is, well, I know where the times that, I'm str- that I struggle sometimes, but I also know the times that I'm very, very good. So I make sure that when I wake up, the first thing that I do is I go straight to work because I know that in the morning before everyone's awake, like that's when I am absolutely on fire. All right. That's when I put my biggest tasks. That's when I put my most important things. That's when I put all the things where I don't need other people's involvement. I execute. All right. But then you talk about the times where you might know you have a lull. So for me, I know that typically if I'm getting up at 530, typically right around the three o'clock range. I hit kind of like a, a lull, I'm a little tired, I wanna make an adjustment. So what I did was, one thing that I did was at 2.53 p.m., I set an alarm. And the alarm goes off every Monday through Friday at 2.53 p.m. And it basically says, you know, live in the moment, enjoy the journey, keep pushing, enjoy yourself, work hard, like let's make it happen, let's elevate. Like I just have it go off with a bunch of positive things to try to get me back into the swing of things. And that's my cue, it's my trigger, that sets me up for the afternoon session. So I know once that happens, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get back at it. The other thing that I find that I, that I do and that I've learned from a lot of great experts is when it comes to the times where you might not be as productive, it's okay to not be as productive in those times. And you can do a few different things. You can either say, okay, I'm just done, right? Or what you can do, and this is what I like to do a lot, is I'll put tasks that require less brain energy, less decision-making, less, less involvement of other people in those time slots. So typically around three to four, I will have a few different tasks where maybe I'll sign some books. Maybe I'll you know, send some DMs. Maybe I'll, um, you know, I'm looking at my schedule right now. Maybe I'll do a few different things. And the reason for that is because those are a little bit easier on my, on my brain and on my energy so that I can still execute at a high level, but it doesn't require the same investment of myself into those tasks. And so if, you're, if, you're, if you know when you don't operate, first let's identify, well, where do you operate? And let's go gung-ho there. Then on the times where you don't operate, let's make smart decisions based off of what you're trying to achieve and the time frame you're trying to achieve it in right? If you put a deadline on for an important thing that needs to get done in two weeks, well, you just because you're not productive, you need to find a way around that, right? And so I think that that's really, really important for us is let's identify where we're really good. Then where we're not is let's make those adjustments based on what you have on the task list, based on what needs to get done, but also based on how you can execute in the time frame that you need to execute. 
I really love that whole analysis. I'm a big fan of if you know you're not going to be productive, don't try and fight through it. That's your time to rest and then recover uh, because through that recovery, like you see this with all these different athletes, Jake could definitely attest to this. You need the rest in order to fully heal, in order to get back on the quarter, get back on the track, being able to perform at your highest level. But I do love the reminders as well, something I'm definitely going to use because I have a few reminders on my phone to remind me to do certain things every day, or I have one that reminds me of a certain frame of thought, but to do it in a way that intentionally optimizes your productivity, that's something that I think everybody here should take away from this episode. Jake, hmm. I know you've got your book, Helping People to Become Elevated Entrepreneurs. I wonder if you could share that with us. Uh, we'll include it in the show notes and just any other places we can follow your work and journey. Absolutely, man. The Elevated Entrepreneur, it is all about helping people uh, become high-performing, productivity-crushing, freedom-achieving entrepreneurs. And I interviewed 39 of the world's greatest uh, entrepreneurs and coaches that I could find. And we boiled it all down. We got some great advice from everybody, great practical advice, great stories, inspiring, uh, inspiring stories. And the best place to get it is at theelevatedentrepreneur.co. And the best place to connect with me across the board is on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. And when you get to my Instagram, you know, shoot me a DM. would love to connect. And if you want to grab a copy of the book, it's free. You just got to cover the shipping at theelevatedentrepreneur.co. We'll have those links in the show notes. Make sure you check out Jake's book and also connect with them on Instagram. Jake, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was such a pleasure to have you here today. Yes, sir. Appreciate you.